but you yourself are perfect because of that blend. Yeah. And the moment that you're able to put that in perspective and accept that, you're like, you can accept yourself yeah. and you won't care if other people accept you or not because you have accepted yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest podcast on planet Earth. This is the one and only Uncover Podcast, and it's your boy Femi here. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And it's your boy Nick. What's happening, mate? Man, I'm chilling, but honestly, I'm so tired. We've had a really big day. Well, what happened? You were dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, but I'm not tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm trying to figure out what happened with because you. Because the thing is, like, you don't have the work rate. Oh, what were you doing? <laughs> you you don't have the work rate that I got. What were you so doing? Like, when you do doing? things, it's like when you go to a PT class, you can do it and just participate and not be tired. Mm. But if you do it to your full, your full kind of capacity, you're going to be tired. Okay, so That's what I do. Give the audience a little bit work. of a rundown of what we did. I bet. Nah. <laughs> no, nah, just a lazy guy. No, nah, but I just put that work in. So you know, it's been a long day. It's been a hot day. We've been in the sun. We've been shooting with um, you know, by the time this comes out, so you'll know. Uh, we've been shooting with the Daily Telegraph today. Did yes, a sir, yes, shoot. sir. I had to go all the way there, all the way back. Literally home. went all the way there for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, a bit longer than that, but yeah, <laughs> like very. It felt very, very, very short. Yeah. Um. Then we had to go all the way back home. I had to work on a couple of projects. I'm not sure if this is going to be released by the time this goes out. So I won't say what projects it is, but there's a lot of writing of yeah. articles and and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not sure if it's if it's um if it's been produced. So I can't say much. But um yeah, we're doing a lot of work at the moment. Yeah. But um yeah, it's all exciting stuff. But to be honest, like yes. I'm really keen for what we're working on. And a lot of these things that we're working on are things that we haven't actually done ourselves which is the the crazy thing about what it. do you mean as in like these are projects that we haven't really delved into ourselves like you know how sometimes like podcast now was a pro- new project at the start but we've done oh, so we've many of them that's just like we know how to work oh right but these projects yeah, that we're doing yeah. are things that we haven't done which we've is never, exciting it's because massive learning experiences yeah it's a bit scary but it's all the mindset it's like it's the fear of like entering the unknown that kind of like makes you scared about oh i can't do this i can't do it right but it's just like you know sack that sack the fear and just we can go for it and it's gonna be sick fuck what a that's that's why you listen to the uncovered podcast. No, that's like why you listen to the uncovered for podcast. For Nicholas's ramblings. No, that's it for my, for my waffles. <laughs> straight Belgian waffle guy. <laughs> nah, but since he's like straight up, I 100% agree with you. I think that it's a it's a very exciting time for us. And we're really happy that you guys are on this journey with us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks for supporting us. You know, I'm not sure how many episodes. This is episode five, right? Um. Yes, that's correct. Episode five. Episode five, man. Good yeah. on us. I think that what? How many? What up to like what? Forty million views right now. Or something. Bro, like that? We're, we're killing the game. Like we've had so many reach outs from Spotify. Yeah, and, man. Um, Apple Music. Apple himself. Yeah, like the Apple the, himself. The actual human Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us yeah. up and like, bro, like, please, like, teach us how to up our, our podcast game. I guess I'm making so many views. And I'm like, nah, nah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, just no. Nah. <laughs> Buy my course. It's eighty grand. <laughs> oh oh shit! Uh, but, boom. So talk to the people, Nicholas. What are we talking about today? Because y- you know, you just invited me to your house, your beautiful house of your um. Yeah, honestly, your acreage. This, this one is crazy. Like this, is the one that like this is what like my tenth property that I bought. Yeah. last month. All of all of the podcast money, right? All of the podcast <laughs> money, which has been crazy. Like you guys can obviously see the growth. You can see the level. Bro, you don't know um, this. Yeah, and it's just been it's just been crazy. I'm excited. I'm glad to have you here. I told Femi not to wear shoes, but he wore shoes. The disrespect, yep. but you know, <laughs> what are you good. wearing? Huh? Nothing, man. Just my sandals. <laughs> Dollars, my sandals. Bro. Um, I go, but that. talk to the people. Talk to the people. Like, look. Now, honestly, this one's gonna be. I'm excited about this one. 
Cause like this is like one of these were this was a topic that we're talking about is one of the biggest things that I struggled with. Hundred percent. You know. Well, well you know, <laughs> so I, didn't, so I didn't need to agree like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. You didn't need to agree like that. hundred percent. She needed seventy percent. Fuck me. <laughs> but no, no honestly, it's it's something that I struggled with a lot, and yeah. like obviously having you as a mate, you really helped me kind of overcome that a lot. Um, and I think that a lot of our listeners out there, probably some of them go through the same thing. Yeah, for sure. And I think there's going to be a lot of learnings, at least from our stories, because we haven't really gone too personal yes. and shared our story. Yes. So the audience don't really know too much about us. So with this podcast, this episode, we're just going to go all out, man. Well, for myself. 100% vulnerability. It's There's obviously going to be mental health principles in it, of course, as everything as does. But there's not. it's not going to be a very clinical, teachy, theory-based project. But if you really... Like the what we're gonna you're, you're gonna be able to get the learning out of it from hearing our stories yeah. and hearing our kind of understandings and our growth. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. So, what is the topic, Nicholas? Well, the topic that we are talking about today is gonna is all to do with acceptance and acting like somebody you're not. Oof. Because Rich. the thing is, right now in these day, this day mm. and age, where everyone's so different, you you put yourself into different circles, different Facts. cliques, and you feel like you have to be someone you're not. Yep. But then sometimes you go home and you really feel like you're not actually truly aligned with the the person that you are. 100%. And I think it's gonna speak to a lot of people, not just with their social groups, but even people that are opening up, getting out of the closet, like with like in our Richard Reed's podcast as well. Yeah. You know, it's gonna. Talk, why are you smiling? You're like connecting me. I'm smiling, man. Yeah. You're funny, but, but you know yeah. what I mean. It's gonna really connect yeah. with that way. So let's kind of get straight into it, bro, because we've been rambling for like at least five minutes. I swear to God. I swear to God, five I minutes. <laughs> Look, I don't know if all that part's got to make it, bro. <laughs> Straight waffly for uh, five boom. minutes. So, like, look, but like, honestly, what is actually acceptance? Because I feel like this word gets thrown out a lot, and we always talk about this stuff that we think we understand, but we don't know. We don't actually understand. So, like, what do you mean by like acceptance and wanting to be accepted or belong or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. I think when when I think about acceptance and I hear acceptance, the thing that comes to my mind is like you were saying that feeling of belonging, mm. that feeling of like having a true unshakable connection to something or whether it's a group or a clique whatever it is that you feel like you're truly you belong there and you're showing your full 100% authentic self and I feel like a lot of the times right when I think about acceptance and stuff I feel that I had I went through a period in my life where I felt like you know you know as you're growing up you're young you don't really know too much you're kind of figuring out life for yourself right? 100% of course and I felt like during my but during my younger stages, I went through a lot of times where I felt like I didn't really accept and be belong with some of the cliques that I was moving in. Like what? And like, for example, like, for example, like before, let me talk, I'm going to talk to you guys a little yeah, bit about Femi talk. and I. No, talk that talk, baby. So, like, obviously, like, Femi and I, like, we've known each other since we've been, like, five years old, but we've yeah. actually grew up quite differently. 100%. Like, Femi, how would you describe how you were kind of, like, your side? I don't Of What do you mean? Like, like my, 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 your up, like... Your upbringing. My upbringing? Yeah. Um... I think I had a, like, parental, like, from a parental point of view, I had a great upbringing, like, my, yeah. not, nothing to take away from my, par uh, my parents, but yeah. I think the area that I grew up in, like, the kind of, like, the demographic and the people that I used to hang around and associate with were, you know, not very conducive to the teachings <laughs> at home. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, when I grew up, man, I grew up kind of rough, grew up in a school, I went to public schools most of my life, and then even the private, the Catholics, if you're from western sydney yeah. quote unquote catholic schools they're not catholic schools they're, <laughs> yeah. they're just expensive public schools, schools. <laughs> i'll tell yeah. you the truth they're just yeah. expensive public schools so like um yes yeah, so i went up to the i went to schools like that that were rough and you know like fights every day yeah. drugs alcohol 
the whole shebang. So that was kind of like, that shaped the way that I saw the world, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And for myself, like I grew up the complete opposite. Like yeah. everything was quite airy fairy. I was in like, I was still from Blacktown, the West, but it was more like a hillsy side. Yeah, a lot yeah, more yeah. Like genuine people, no fights, no nothing. That was just so nice. Yes. So we had like, even though we knew each other, we'd see each other maybe every couple of, how often? We didn't even see each other that much. Um, before we became friends? Yeah, before we became really tight. Like yearly, maybe a yeah. couple of months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something yeah. like that. So it was crazy. So then when we would connect, it just felt like, yeah, we know each other from family, but friends, so but we were different. different. So different. We were so different. This guy liked Naruto and anime <laughs> yeah. and all of those. He was always going, hang on. <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about. But when you talk about, you know, but you're putting the just times. I was talking about, you know, Cursor, Sydney searches. You know, I was talking about. This guy guy was graphing and everything on the walls, both targeting (laughs) gangs and stuff, (laughs) getting into fights. We Um, had very, very different upbringings. So, like, yeah, when he was, when we saw each other, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like, we didn't understand each other. Yeah, it was crazy. And then we finally got to a point where we actually kind of like, I don't know what happened. I think it was church that brought us together because before that, like, I honestly, like, Femi was about to die. Like uh, this podcast wasn't even gonna about to exist uh, if um if God didn't intervene. Uh, you you know it. Look, that's I sort of got that story is another story because that's a whole yeah, that's, that's like, a podcast in itself. Yeah, that, <laughs> and we've had a bit of backlash for saying yeah, that story. Nah, I just so oh, like look, man, you can find us somewhere. You should you can yeah. find the story out somewhere. But like we'll talk about that another day. But anyway, we became friends. Yeah, we became friends, yeah. and I started moving a lot more with with Femi. Yeah. Which was like, it wasn't foreign to me because I knew Femi, but some of the things that Femi would do was things that were outside of my comfort. Sure. And I think one of the, the big ones that comes to mind when I think about that process was when we used to, you know, go to the city, you oh, know. Shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's oh, baiting me. Yeah, I'm baiting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to go out to the city on Pitch Street. And, and Femi was super confident. He was always like, you know, ladies, men, always chatting, chirping girls. That was not an issue to him. And from, I don't know how he got that confidence, by the way. I don't know where I came from. Looks, baby. <laughs> and, I always, Looks. and I always felt, because I just see him move in the city, just chatting to anyone. And bear in mind, we're like, what, 16 years old? Yeah, and max. And this guy's chatting to like corporate ladies in the hills and all this stuff. And I'm like, how are you doing it? How are you actually doing it? Yeah, yeah. And like, I just felt like every time we did it, like I'd gone in there with the motion that's like, oh, I want to do it. I just want to be like them. But then I'd go home and I'd feel kind of distant. I felt like, oh, this doesn't really align with who I am let me just get a little bit of background yeah <laughs> okay because it wasn't just me it was like a, it was me and my boy yeah. um and you know shout out to the boy yes, he knows who he is um yeah and it was a very different kind of like felt like kind of phenomenon to you because you've yeah. never done that yeah you've never even spoke to girls like the only yeah. girls you knew were the girls from your school yeah and you guys just hung out so like coming into that circle where we did things a little bit differently did it were a little bit more aggressive with, our, with the way that we moved was very very different with you yeah 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 100 percent. and that's was kind of like that was what was i didn't feel like i was truly accepted because you guys would go off right like you guys like you guys would go tag team or whatever you go one my other boy would go to another one and then for me i'm just feeling so out of my comfort zone i'm like yeah oh, how do i actually do it Mm. So I used to just make it up, make shit up. I'd be like, oh, let me just go chill at fucking near the McDonald's or something. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh yeah, I'm busy. I'm chatting to this girl. And then I'll come link with you guys later. And then yeah, I'll come well, see you guys. Like we knew hour. you were chatting shit. You didn't know what <laughs> We all knew. We knew that you were chatting <laughs> shit. How could you go every single time? Oh, no number. Come on, man. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, the thing about Nick is like, Nick, I swear to God, bro. Like, Nick is actually, he has, when he was younger, this was like, this whole journey that he's had has been so amazing because 
he's had so much personal growth that it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like at that time, he was a good looking guy, man. Like he had mm. girls wanting him. He had girls in love with him and he was breaking <laughs> hearts. Nick's low key being responsible for a lot of mental health issues <laughs> for a lot of girls. <laughs> but like, um, but like he had, he had things, yeah. but like he just had no self belief and he had no confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it really, I think it, that it just align align with the topic of acceptance. I think that because you didn't feel accepted, or you, yeah. you felt different. You didn't back yourself, or you didn't have that belief in mm. yourself, yeah. which then kind of like spiraled into that circle of then not accepting yourself and then not having confidence and yada yada yada. Exactly, I think that's true, and because it started to show up a lot more because it was something that I wasn't really aware of mm. until that situation happened, and that was then became the only thing that I could think of. I'm like, fuck, like. I can't do this. Oh fuck, this is also something else I can't do. Da, da, da. Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm lacking this. And this is how where I had a lot of like self um issues with my body, my body image as well. Cause I'm like, fuck, everyone's young, they play sport, they seem quite fit. I was quite a chubby kid at that time yeah. as well. Well, not really chubby, but no, like you yeah, were chubby. No, 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 no. The thing is like, we always go through this, you were chubby, and it's okay to be chubby. Yeah, I think it's okay. But, but like, you were whatever for the sake of this, yeah. But if you're 16 and 97 kilos, you're yeah, chubby. It was never 97 kilos, but <laughs> you're chubby. <laughs> you're chubby. But you know what I mean? And yeah. it really started to show up. And I'm just like, I really got to a point where I was like, far, like I don't really feel accepted. And I and like, because what would happen is that I'd hang out with you guys, then I'd go back to what I'm used to, and I'd feel like far, there's such a true, authentic connection. I feel like I actually belong here. And I feel like that's because I was living outside, I was living in this bubble in this world mm. and then when I hang out with you guys I'd go out to that bubble into like the real world yes and that was like one of the, the biggest things for me that it was just it's just crazy and I felt like until we actually spoke about it a lot and I yeah. started to be a bit more vulnerable that was the only time that I was actually able to to overcome it and really work through it and just allow it to be like you know what like at the end of the day, this I may not be the best at this, yep. but you know what? That's okay. I don't need to be the best at it. 100%. And that's where I start to accept it. And then once I had that thought process, those things that I used to think were so difficult started to become a bit easier to me because there was no connection. There was no attachment to that kind of result. And that's kind of how I really worked through it in my end. Did you ever have times where you felt that kind of way? Where I didn't feel accepted? Yeah. 100% all the time. Like I feel like... Um, there's been multiple times, like, I feel like even with my family, mm. I felt that because, like, being from an African family, like, there's, some people have a different experience, but my experience was we weren't that, we weren't always that close growing up. Yeah. It wasn't sit around around the table, tell each other their feelings and shit like mm. that. So, my kind of, like, I got a lot of my emotional support outside. Mm. So, like, the way I behaved and the way that I was was quite different mm. from the way my family was and okay. the way that my family kind of acted. And I didn't, like, I went to church my whole life, but I never really believed until I got a bit older. Mm. Um, so, like, coming into that, like, coming into my family setting, I never really felt accepted. I really thought that I was this black sheep. Mm. I always felt like I was going to end up in jail. Mm. I always felt that I was going to be this criminal i always thought that i was gonna go down this path even though i wasn't that bad i mm. now looking back i wasn't even that bad well, what kind of things were you doing that i, you feel that I can't say them things but <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah. but yeah. um like, i wasn't i wasn't even that bad but like i think compared to what my family's values and kind of movements were were quite different like mm. my like my sisters had ambitions of being super academic. I didn't have those ambitions till I got older. Yeah. Like my my parents, my mom's got a PhD. My dad's got three masters. Like my my parents are highly highly educated. My family, like no one in my family has less than three degrees. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, and I didn't get that ambition until I was older. So like growing up, I really felt left out mm. in terms of like I just wanted to play sport. Yeah. I just wanted to, you know, 
graffiti or do art or just yeah. you know be out there and just kind of like be as much of a free spirit as yeah. I am because like my parents are quite like everyone in my family is quite logical ones and zeros while I'm very much so like not that quite yeah. creative and quite um you know artsy and, mm. and like to like explain stuff so I never really felt connected in my home life yeah at all so that really really played a part on me when growing up and in the way that I really thought about myself mm. and the way that I really acted yeah because it really showed up and I didn't realize that it was showing up until you know I would overcompensate mm. I would continue to overcompensate and be like oh what you do you know, mean? So just elaborate. What do you mean by like overcompensate for what? Like overcompensate what? So overcompensate in terms of like in multiple different ways. Like if I don't have that, if I didn't, if I didn't feel like I was getting that love from my family, yeah, I would seek that love somewhere else. Right. I would feel like okay, I'm not accepted by my family. I'm gonna go find a group that I am accepted by. Yeah. So that's why I got into a lot of really sticky situations in my younger years. Mm. Um, I got into a lot of trouble when I was younger, and. That was from that lack of like feeling like I had somewhere to call home. Yeah, I didn't feel like there was someone or something at like, at a root level that really accepted me for who I was. Yeah, and it's so true. It's like you're kind of just it's like sheep. You're just going out there following whatever to kind of seek something that you were kind of missing. Yeah, it's like far. Like where can I go to get this? And like like you said, you end up crossing bad paths with some of the people that you were meant to be with. You end up doing all these unnecessary things that you shouldn't have done just to kind of <laughs> seek that that self-validation, that self-acceptance that I actually belong here and I'm actually worthy of love. 100%. Which is crazy. 100%. Yeah. And I didn't, it's not till I got older that yeah. I realized why I was doing that because it's not really intrinsically me yeah. to behave like that. I'm not an aggressive person, but I was very aggressive then. Mm. I'm not a, I'm not a person that enjoys, you know, damaging property or being, you know, just being, doing bad shit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. All in all illegal bad shit. But that was what I was doing back then because yeah. I felt that like, if I'm not accepted at home, I need to accept it somewhere. Mm. So I'm going to fit, I'm going to, it was easier to just fit that mold, um, to go over the top and fitting that mold at, outside. Mm. And at what point did you feel like you felt that like, okay, like I understand, because I think there's a, there's a level where we understand, we don't understand that we're actually doing these stuff for sure. that reason. Yeah. So at what point did you get to that point where you're like, fuck, I realized that I'm actually just doing this to in the gap that's missing somewhere in my life last week yeah I don't know bro I think it was probably like when I became a honestly the honest do you want the honest honest the, answer the on, obviously the honest honest answer was probably like a couple of years ago man yeah. like I felt like until just a couple of years ago I, I didn't really know who I was mm. and I kept struggling with that mm. and i kept really being that person that i felt that i should be mm. or people expected me to be rather than being authentic to who i was yeah um and i didn't really realize it was because of my home life that was what it was that was what it was transcribing into my everyday life yeah so um once i realized that a couple of years ago that's when i started to change and you would have noticed that as well 100%, like yeah. <laughs> my, like the change in my behavior is is ex extraordinary so yeah, I think a couple of years ago. Yeah, and what kind of like, did you put anything in place to kind of like overcome that? Cause I know for myself that when I was going through that hard time of feeling like, I don't belong, I'm not accepted, I'm sacking, yeah. I'm lacking this self-confidence. There was a lot of inner work that I had to do, a lot of tough conversations that I need to have with myself in order to get myself out of that. Sure. So I'm like, did you do anything like that at all? Well, yeah, well, it was all part of my hard time. So I went through a really, really difficult time a few years ago where I was like massively kind of like alone and depressed mm. and kind of like really, really contemplating life in general. 
Um, and throughout that hardest time, I didn't realize that at the time was my biggest blessings mm. because that's was the that was the change agent for me. Yeah. Like that was when I really stopped. I re I was able to like learn a lot of the skills mm. for me to be able to handle the tough times and like don't get me wrong, it's too hard. But like, um, yeah, that what I really did during that time was kind of just soft reflection. That's the biggest piece mm. that I learned. And I say this, I bang on about it so much yeah. because it saved my life, I say. Yeah. Because unless I was able to really sit there and reflect and be aware of myself yeah. and be able to be grounded and put things into perspective, I wasn't able to heal. Exactly. I wasn't able to transcend from that depressed state. I wasn't able to transcend from, you know, like, like, well, I've never really gone into it, even with you, but like that was the fucking hardest time of my life, mm. and and that's why I always talk about that so much because it really, really did change my life. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and I know that like you say this all the time, but for me, I always found it so difficult to just self reflect because mm. I just hated having that conversation with myself. Yeah, hundred percent. I never wanted to feel like I'm such a shikano. I got all these insecurities. I got all of these things. But you and are, that, and you, you do are, exactly. And that's the, and that's the thing about it. it's like you need if you don't if you don't have that conversation with yourself, yeah. with yourself and you don't accept your 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 lacklusterness yeah <laughs> the fact that you're average as fuck yeah you're not going to be able to improve and exactly. that's the really hard truth to have with yourself is that like there's two sides of ourselves we either think that we're really really shit or we think that we're really really good yeah the truth is neither is the truth yeah the truth is like if you put things in perspective you're really good at some things you're not so good at some things but you yourself are perfect because of that blend yeah and the moment that you're able to put that in perspective and accept that you're like you can accept yourself yeah and you won't care if other people accept you or not because you have accepted yourself exactly and that was the that was the biggest breaking point for me because it was mm. just like at the end of the day it's like i don't need to be i don't need to be this yes. like i really don't it doesn't matter like god's created me in his image what he Who? believes to god 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 gordon I didn't say Gordon. You said Gordon. I said God. He said God. I did it. Gordon. <laughs> oh, Gordon. Gordon. Why have you forsaken me? Gordon. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> All right. But you know what I mean? And this episode's of Nick's first day of speaking English. <laughs> Everyone that listens to it, you, you heard me clear. I said, said God. I said God. Uh, um, but you know what I mean? It was getting to that point where it's like, you know, like, I'm not this. I'm not that. Yeah. What's the point of me trying to be somebody that I'm not? Like, there's Facts. there's really no benefit. And you'd always get to a time where you come home and you're like, fuck, I don't feel aligned to myself. I don't feel aligned to what I'm doing. And like, like our mentor Ryan always used to say, like the universe comes back. It always gives you feedback. Yeah, 100%. And you always start to feel things that it's like far. Like now because I've done this, now I'm in this position. Now that I've done that, now this is coming back to me. And it's like, you don't know how to deal with it. It just becomes mm. crazy. Yeah. And then you get to that point where it's like, oh, this is only because I was doing things that weren't truly to me. Because yes. once you put yourself in that position, you don't know how to respond because it's not something that you're used to. Yeah. And I felt like the early time, because I wasn't good at self-reflection, the only time that I was able to really be aware of these weaknesses was when I was good when I got to a point where I'm able to just have a conversation with someone that's really real and honest with you which I mm. think is something that's really really important Bro, that facts. you need to have someone that at the end of the day like you don't want to be friends with someone that's just your friend so they can give you all the good shit that you want to hear 100% you want to have someone that can really be true with you and be honest with you and give you the real talk yep. because that's the only time that you're going to be able to face and fight your inner demons and that was you in, in my life it was like Cause I remember a lot of the times you'd be saying me to shove, I'm like, shut up. And I'll just hang up on you. Like, I'm not having this conversation. Yeah, hang up on you. Laters. <laughs> <laughs> but I copped it. Laters. <laughs> like, shut up. But you know what you're talking about, Laters. 
You don't know me. Who <laughs> <laughs> y'all, baby? But you know what I mean. But there's always a point that when you become, when you have those real conversations, someone gives it that honest, tough feedback. Mm. Even when you hang up because your ego was like, "Nah, I don't want to hear this." Mm. There's always a moment when you self reflect and you're yep. like, "Far, like you know, that was that was actually true." But then the real battle is that whether you want to admit it or not. Yes. That's the hardest part. Yeah, and I think that when we were talking, the thing that I don't want people to miss mm. is how important it is, like not even how important it is, it is the fundamentals of what we're talking about. Yeah. The absolute first point of, of being able to feel accepted is you need to accept yourself. Mm. And the only way to accept yourself is to know yourself. Yeah. You need to be aware of yourself. You need to be able to say, okay, I'm good at things, I'm bad at things, whatever, but like that's okay. Yeah. And the, the only way to do that is to self-reflect. Exactly. Like you need to be able to do self-reflection with yourself, have talk therapy with someone, yeah. talk to someone and be able to outline your shit and outline your emotions, understand your emotions yeah. so that when you've done that, you can accept it because right now, the reason why you're not, people aren't able to accept you or you aren't able to accept yourself or you feel like you're in this kind of pinball state and you don't yeah. feel like solid in yourself is because you haven't got to that level of awareness. Yeah. And which is so, so scary to live life without. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And let's be real, like when you have these conversations and when you get to that point, you're gonna fucking hate it. Oofed, mega. You're gonna hate it. <laughs> like, mega. don't feel like this is gonna be something that's easy. That's not gonna challenge you. Like, it's gonna be incredibly tough. Yeah. But it's really a must-have conversation if you want to grow and you want to get over it. Because until you actually do it, like, you're just like famously, you're just gonna get pinballed all the time. You're gonna be feeling lost. One hundred percent. And that, and we see that. And it's like it's like trust me when I say age is not the sign of this. Yeah. I see people that are 50, 60, 70 years mm. old, still completely unaware and mm. still seeking that validation, mm. still seeking that acceptance. So it's really, really important that like if you're listening to this and this is your first episode, brother, go home today. Mm. After this episode, <laughs> finish this episode. Finish the episode, obviously. Yeah, finish the episode, like us on Instagram as well. And, <laughs> and then sit at home and you don't have to write shit down. I find it useful to write shit down or like say things out. But you can just really just sit there and think about, be honest with yourself. Yeah. Who actually are you? Mm. What do you like? What do you hate? Mm. What are the things that like trigger you? Why are you triggered? Mm. Have a reflection piece about yourself. It's like, have I been through things that like are causing me to be like this? Yeah. And the thing about it is not only is it going to be that you're going to hate it, it's going to be fucking hard at the Definitely. start. You're not going to know. You're not going to have any of the answers at the start. You're like, mm. this doesn't work. I don't yeah, know. Exactly. I, I don't know myself. I don't know. It's an exercise. It's a muscle. Yeah. You've got to keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Show up every single day. Yeah. And then you're going to be able to, oh, okay, today I felt this. Yeah, I felt that. Oh, that makes sense. That's why, and you're piecing shit together 100%. day by day, and eventually you're going to be able to get to the point where you don't need to do it at the end of the day. You're constantly doing it as you're going. Exactly. And one of the big good questions that I like to ask myself all the time, which um, our mentor Ryan said to us, is that if this was your last day on Earth mm. and no one was watching, mm. would you be living your life the exact same way that you're doing right now, or would you be doing something different? Yeah. I think that that's such a good question to ask yourself. To be like, am I actually doing what's aligned to myself and something that I love? Or are you living your life as someone that you're actually not? Yeah. Because I think that it was until I asked myself that question, that was the time where I actually started embedding or in, actually putting into my life different stuff that I actually enjoy doing. 
So when Femi used to hate on me watching Naruto, I was like, fuck Femi. That's it. Fuck I, me. Fuck, fuck Femi. the Femi's in your life. Fuck the Femi's in my life. I like Good watching Naruto. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to watch that It doesn't matter if you're 25 years old and it still doesn't watching matter. Naruto. It doesn't matter. Michael B. Jordan's on the same wavelength, but yeah, it's all good. But he's Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, but I'm about to be Nick. So it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's a lot of Nicks. <laughs> there's a lot of Nicks. But you, you know what I mean? You can't get the Nick handle on Instagram. You can't get it. Oh, I can't get it you at can't all. Get it. I can't get it at all. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Is there's two I start, and then you start actually adding little things that you actually enjoy doing, and then it starts becoming a lot clearer in your head as to be like, "Wow, this is actually who I am, and this is actually what I like doing." And then mm. this becomes super, super clear. Hundred yeah. percent. This is definitely not what I thought this conversation was going to go, but but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Look, if you listen to this thing as something else, yeah, I expected something else too, but <laughs> you got this instead. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Yeah, we didn't bring you an act. We didn't bring you a concise kind of summary. But what have you ever done for us? No, that's it. And we all had like a preparation <laughs> here, so we really shouldn't have went that way at all. But but like, do you know what? The conversation was banging. I actually really enjoyed it. I yeah. feel like it, it gave us a bit of insight into um, ourselves. And like, yeah, I, I, it felt good, man. It felt good to talk about. That. I want to talk about one thing though. Oh. I think this is quite an interesting one. Go on. And it's a bit off topic, but it's really yeah. interesting. Okay. What do you think of some? Why do you think? People have this fear of being wrong. Being wrong? Wrong. Do you want me to answer it like scientifically? However you want to answer it, go for it. All right. I just find that interesting because I felt like, I don't know. I was just thinking as like, as I'm talking about acceptance, self-reflection and thinking about who I am, a big piece that was something that I struggled with was like, I always felt like I need to be right. And when I was wrong, I felt so deeply offended. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that, look, honestly, bro, like, obviously, if we're looking at it back as a you know, little, quick little scientific thing, um, if we're looking scientifically, the reason why people are f- wrong, it comes into that fear, the fear factor is like, okay, if I'm wrong, I'm going to be, you know, exiled from the tribe or exiled from your friendship group or exiled from, if you're wrong too many times, you're going to be exiled from that That's like an acceptance piece kind of a little bit. Exactly. So once you feel like you're wrong too many times, like, oh, I'm not going to be accepted. I'm not going to find a mate. I'm not going to find friends. Blah blah. blah. you have all these really stupid, um, primitive thoughts. That's literally what happens, right? That's what the the fear factor is in your amygdala, which is the most primitive part of your brain, Mm. which comes up and gives you those thoughts. So that's what's happening scientifically the reason what it looks like from a relatable point of view from a like everyday piece is that you're scared that if you're made wrong too many times you're going to be seen as inferior Mm. so if you're looked as inferior you're no longer going to be like because people look at you know people want to have a superior mate a superior friend a superior yeah. everything society's so, already dictated that like if you're inferior you're a pleb you're, you're a pleb one. you're yeah. no one so like if you feel like you're wrong too many times you feel stupid you feel stupid you feel unaccepted and you feel like you're not going to be able to you know match up so you feel insecure you feel less worthy when yeah. it comes to the worth piece huh. fair enough to be honest Facts. that was actually interesting I'm up because well, it was always something that I'm like, like why does that happen I feel like, and I feel like it's not scientific. even just with myself, but when you have conversations with anyone. Oh anyone yeah, it's scientific. Or, it's the, yeah. it's in your ego. Like it's all ego based stuff. Like that's why it's so, it's very important to like, to, to work on getting rid of your ego because yeah. it's innate. Yeah. It's innate. Your ego is very innate. So like, obviously if I say, if I say nobody likes being told they're wrong Yeah, because the ego is so strong in every person. If I go up to you like, okay, I've heard your story, but that's wrong. Like, yeah, shut the fuck up, nigga. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so um, hundred percent. Nah, sweet, sweet, sweet. Anywho, we've actually been going on for a minute. 
Bro, a mega minute. A mega minute. We're gonna have a cut a lot. Sean, you're gonna cut a lot of stuff out of this. Nah, that's it. So anywho, that was a fantastic episode. I liked it. I liked it. I'm not gonna title it acceptance, but we'll title it. No, we we'll want. title it something. Whatever. Yeah, ignore what I said. That's what I thought it was going, but yeah. it didn't. Yeah, we thought which so. Is all right. Which is fine. Those type of conversations that I like doing. Let's see if the next episode goes that way. It might. It might. Stay tuned. Anywho's, honestly, <laughs> thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Uncovered Podcast. Once again, like, subscribe, yes, and sir. leave a review. I would love to hear what you guys think, what your 100%. thoughts are, what are some of the things that you struggled with and how you overcame it. Because if we can build a community on our, on our podcast reviews where people are just constantly learning new things about each other, I think it'll be a fantastic community on our podcast. Yeah, 100%. I think that there's a lot of things that we can learn from each other. For sure. Absolutely. So... Follow me at Instagram at Neezy with four E's and an underscore. Facts. Dumbest one. Idiot. And, you and that's it. <laughs> so you already know where to find me because right. you're already following me. But for the people that aren't, at who's for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace and love. <laughs>